Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the latest edition of the Baseball 803 Baseball Nerdcast. See, you forgot us already. Uh, well, uh, I'm not the one that took I mean, like you six forgot. months off for a season where six months. people wear sweaters. So No, 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 no. Uh, Don't you know. Speaking of the man that did that. Yeah. I have a co-host, JR. What's up, brother? Uh, doing well. How are you, sir? I know that you're um, basking in the glory of the Stanley Cup. Congratulations um, to thank your you. St. Louis Blues. I'm basking in the Gloria. Yeah, well, uh, the sad thing is, is that you forgot our podcast as they were trying to uh, get themselves your first Stanley Cup. Actually, I forgot about baseball. Yeah. I forgot about other things, too. What else did you forget about? I don't know. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what I forgot. But you know what? It, it is, you, you know, when, when you're emotionally attached to a team, uh, the, there will be some times when the Cardinals uh, are making that deep run in mm-hmm. October where you just forget about any other sports. And that's so where that's where all when, of your emotions and that's where all of your focus goes right. into. And that so and me, that's what happened to uh, my run with the well, let me Stanley ask you Cup this. Play, this champion St. Louis Blues. This is a very good question. That back when you supported the St. Louis Rams, it seems like so long ago. It was the, so long ago. If the Cardinals were running deep in October, did you care about what the Rams were doing? Not really. Not really. Not, not really. It was a different level for you with this, with the Blues, though, wasn't it? I mean, oh, you yeah. were you were really like. No, this is the the franchise has been playing what fifty two seasons. Mm-hmm. They made the playoffs at least forty two of those seasons, and for some reason, they they were always good during the regular season, and they would always fall short. You know, come April, May, and when these guys had a chance to play in June, it was like holy crap. And this is, yeah. it, it's just, I don't know, um, say, I, I guess if a, if you're a Cleveland Indians fan, okay, and you want to see this team win a World Series, finally, or like a Cubs thing, you want to see them win, you know, and when they finally win, it's like, oh my God. Who was you the know? team that is now that way in baseball? When you really stop and think about it. I would say the Indians probably. You gotta go. I would think the Indians in the AL and then in the NL. Oh, uh, the the Dodgers probably. No, the Dodgers have won a World Series. Yeah, well, they have, but that's I'm been eighty four. Not win a World Series. That's a drought, buddy. Yeah, but I'm talking about not win a World Series at all. Um, uh, I would have to go the San Diego Padres. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the NL, that's probably my closest, yeah. I guess. But how long have they been waiting? I mean, I'm not saying that they haven't been waiting long. Right. But how long is that wait? And then plus, you know, if you're in San Diego, you've got other issues like, oh, am I going to go to the beach today? Oh, you know, it's <laughs> it's sunny and 80 again today. Oh, my gosh. What am I going to do today? Um, According to the wonderful world of Wikipedia, mm-hmm. the longest World Series championship drought would be the... 
Uh, Cleveland Indians. Yep. Their last World Series championship one was in 1948. See, here's the problem that I have with that, though. Uh, there are certain franchises that have never won the World Series, including uh, I get the Rockies, I get the Rays, but and you can even look at the Mariners, but uh, the Nationals have never won, the Padres have never won, and then you've got the Brewers, and then the Rangers. I'm they began thinking in 1961 as a franchise, and they've never won a World Series. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay, the Rangers, you were almost there. The Indians, you were almost there. You know, you had the Cubs at Game 7, and then the Reigns come, and then, you know, you have to go through heartbreak, heartache. It's like, you know. Look at it from this perspective. In the, you know, Texas has been to the World Series. The Brewers have been to the World Series. Same thing goes for the Padres. They went in 1998. The Rockies have been to the World Series, Mm -hmm. and so have the Rays. But the Nationals have never been to the World Series. And the Seattle Mariners... And that includes Expos. Expos, yes. Mm-hmm. I hated the Expos, by the way. And then <sighs> the Mariners, by the way, have never been to the World Series. That is the weirdest thing. I, I, I would have thought the Mariners, with all that talent right. they had at one point, they would have been to the World Series. But oh, no, what was it, 95 when uh, Griffey <laughs> yeah. rounded that third base and he was going... Home and that was there, like oh my gosh, that yeah. that that was there, you know, them putting being put in a euphoric state, uh-huh. and then uh, yeah, yeah, that so was it. That's interesting too, but maybe they're the next team that uh, can the next team that should be on the list. Then I would think would have to be the Mariners mm-hmm. just to get to the World Series. That's interesting in its own right. And you know what? If you make it to the World Series, just like my Blues finally made it to the Stanley Cup final, it's like you might have, if you're here, you might as well win the damn thing. Yeah. The whole thing. You might as well win the because whole thing. you never know, you never know when that opportunity may come up again. Well, and that's true because, you know, like my Braves won it. They should have won like four titles in the 90s, but yep. they won one title in 1995 and they haven't won one since. There's only one champion crowned every year. It's 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 hard to uh, to and, get that far. And that's why I don't understand fans. Uh, you know when you when you have a you know when you have a fan base and say your team wins or loses, like maybe say a Clemson fan, right? We got it, or an Alabama fan. We got to be in the national championship game, and we need to win every year. Or I'm just going to be in a bad mood, and I'm going to think that. The season's a failure, right? I mean, uh, to high, have those high expectations, yeah, and live off. You know, okay, it's okay to probably have high expectations, but if you're a fan and you have the such high expectations, the ultimate high expectation, mm-hmm. do you even enjoy the ride? Do you even enjoy no. the? Yeah, and, and 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 I'm I'm a guy that follows Clemson, and I tell you what. Not looking forward to any of the end of the regular season. There's nothing to look forward to. Right. It's all pressure to, to all right, you have to handle these guys. Right. And it's like if you don't go twelve and zero, then it's you're like, screwed. Then you're sitting here and you get to the ACC championship and you're like, ah, uh-huh, you know, we should hammer these guys. Right. And then if they don't hammer those guys, which hasn't happened yet, but let's say that something like that happens. Right. You know, it's just. It's it's pressure. The only game that matters is the playoff. And and how many ACC champion shirts, championship shirts, do you have as a Clemson fan? Uh, I've got probably really five or six. Of you them. collect those? 
Well, I mean, that's because we have several. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. It's not like your Blues championship gear where you have one. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm getting more. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, getting more. more. Well, since you've gotten into baseball season, you've realized that it's baseball season now. Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta Braves have played 79 games, so we're almost to the halfway point of the 162-game season. Uh, since you've gotten back into baseball, what have you noticed? Well, I noticed that the Cardinals suck. <laughs> Three okay. games over 500 is not cutting it for me. Yeah. But then again, you look at the Central Division. You know, some people think that the Chicago Cubs could be that bright student, a really smart student and kid, you know, a kid in high school, but he's a C. A C student. Mm-hmm. Some some people say that. But I you look at the NL Central, the last place team is only four games under five hundred. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that is a very tough division. Um, I was out on the lake, uh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, and on the lake with a Cubs fan, and you know, his his wife says, like, yeah, he was in a bad mood because the Cubs lost two out of three to a last place team. And I'm like, at the time it was, you know, is Cincinnati. And I'm like, no, Cincinnati's good. You don't see them as a last place team. You have to see them as like, hey, they're only four games or five games under 500. That makes them good, you know, or not really good, but hey, very competitive. It's not yeah. like you're you're going up against last place Baltimore yeah. or last place Miami. Um, Miami's won six out of their last ten and four straight, so they're yeah. they're turning into a halfway decent team. <laughs> the powerhouse of Miami. I'm is not, ready I'm to not roll. saying they're the powerhouse no, of Miami. No, no. I'm just saying that they're they're 16 games under 500. Right. I get that, but the reality is that with they're running a AAA roster out there. Right. Well, you so, gave me a chance to be snarky, and I took it. Well, there you go. You're the king. You're of welcome. Snark. You're the king of snark. You know that? Yeah. Trying. Thank you. So uh, things we'll get into today. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, our big hot take coming out of it. And you and I were talking about this during text messages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my big hot take right here at the top of the show since uh, we've gotten over the Stanley Cup and and the disaster that that is to American sports. Yeah. Um, my hot take is the Atlanta Braves are going to win the NL East, and I'm saying that even as we record at 9.39 in the morning on June 25th, the Atlanta Braves are 13 games above 500. The Philadelphia Phillies are a gong show. The Washington Nationals are a gong show. And, and I like that. to win the East. I, I like the uh, Washington Nationals being a gong show because you would think that they're going to come to grips with, you know, their season being over. Mm-hmm. They could trade Max Scherzer. They're not going to trade Max Scherzer. To the St. Louis Cardinals. They're not going to trade him to the they're Cardinals. They're going to trade him to go back home. He's the only piece they have. They're, they're, they've got him locked up under contract. I say blow it up, Washington. <laughs> Blow it up, <laughs> restart. Uh, well, um, well, hold on, hold on. Let, let, just let's, only because you know let's, I want let's Max Scherzer. From this perspective, why shouldn't the Cardinals blow it up? You're only three games over 500. Yeah. What? Well, don't uh, me? You're three games over 500. I don't want to hear that mess from you. We uh, we have different expectations in St. Louis. Oh, okay. So just because of expectations, got yeah. it. All right, well, there, there's my completely hot take. The Atlanta Braves are going to win the NL East. And I, that's some people are the reason that it's a hot take is because I'm calling it before July 4th. Yeah. You know, I'm saying right now uh, the Braves are 
five and a half up on the Philadelphia Phillies, and I think they're going. They're going to win the division by ten games. And it's not that big of a hot take, especially. It is. Well, it is a hot I'm take. I'm calling a division in, Jul- in June. But 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 it's not like uh, the L.A. Dodgers. I'm going to say that they're going to win the division. That that's not really a hot take. But well, I no, think you have a hotter take. Completely different thing than that because yeah. the Dodgers are 28 games over 500, and their division is. Crap gong show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying not to curse on this podcast, but it is a gong show. I mean, look at the Los Angeles Dodgers division in the West out there. Uh, second place is the Colorado Rockies. They're 12 games out. But a lot of that has to do with the fact of how great the Dodgers are because the Atlanta Braves have the second best record in the National League. If they were playing in the Dodgers division, they would be about seven games out of first place. So... Well, well with, with their schedule, yes. Well, I'm just saying, if you if you put just their records, they'd be about seven games out of first place. Okay. And, you know, uh, okay, the Yankees are good. We would agree with that. Okay. So it's like, this is like our baseball roundup since JR is finally joining the baseball season here. It's, yes, it's baseball the season? The Yankees are good. The Yankees are good, yeah. but what makes them even better is that they can uh, they can uh, beat up on Toronto and Baltimore. Mm, yeah, I guess I can buy that. Uh, Minnesota, good. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But why are they good? Because they can beat up on White Sox, Detroit, and Kansas City. You know, I had higher expectations for the White Sox, but the reality is, is that uh, I think they should start uh, they should start fire selling too, in my opinion. But the Royals, when you watch the Royals play, I mean, their problem is is they they score runs, but they just need some pitching. Yeah, it's basically what it boils down to. So um, Houston is really good. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, but there, there, there's our, there's our analysis yeah. now that Jr. is back. Uh, I've got some other things I want to throw out there really quick at you, Jr. I sent you this stat: home runs for 2019. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a guy that I can't stand Bryce Harper, can't stand him, can't stand him, and that's why this stat makes me happy. Freddie Freeman has 21 homers. Ronald Acuna Jr. has 17 homers. Josh Donaldson has 14 homers. Dansby Swanson has 14 homers. Uh, Austin Riley has 12 homers. Ozzie Albies has 11 homers. The total contract payroll for all those guys mm-hmm. is $293,996,000. Bryce Harper has 13 homers. He's getting $330 million. So there, that's what I'm saying. I I am so glad he went to the Phillies and I hope they lay in that contract forever and rot in it. <laughs> that makes me the fact I, I despised him when he was in Washington anyway, but since the Nationals, you gotta give them credit. They're like, mm-hmm, maybe this guy sucks. Hey. And they're gonna put him back into the same division, and then they can laugh for years as 
even if he has, let's say that he has five great seasons under that contract, it's still not worth that contract. Period. Okay. Well, you would you would uh, you would agree that when these players sign these big contracts, right, it takes them a while to get it together. Mm, no. Paul Goldschmidt hasn't really touched uh, touched anything. And he, he has a big. I don't, I'm not uh, buying that. There there are players that go straight into contracts and they do well. Josh Donaldson. I mean, a huge contract. Where, where there's a lot more the on the line? The Josh Don, uh, Donaldson, $23 million. That's not a huge contract? Um, okay, how many years? It's one year, but it's okay. $23 million. Yeah, but he can walk. It's his walk year. Marcelo Zuna is, okay, so is doing me, very well in St. Sure Louis that, because it's a walk year. Okay, so under your logic, uh, once you get paid, you can be an ass, and it doesn't no. matter your no, first I think, of season. No, I think uh, these, uh, these players... Are not machines. They're they're human, so I think you have a little bit more of a human element of like, hey, I've got all of this money. I need to really buckle down, or I need to try harder, or or maybe they're not saying that, but it's in the back of their mind that they want to be able to perform. And Josh Donaldson uh, doing well on a walk here. Well, I would hope so. Marcelo Zuna, you know, all the people in St. Louis, well, Marcelo Zuna is really okay, doing well. Of course he's doing well. He's freaking walking after this season. Right, he so needs under, money. Under your logic, why sign any big free agent? And I, I'll make you a perfect example of this, okay? The Atlanta Braves have locked up Freddie Freeman. They've locked up Acuna. They've locked up Albies and all that. Mm-hmm. And they're locked up for the next three or four years apiece, okay? Okay. But... Uh, the reality is, is that the Braves are going to get the best young years out of those players. No, that's and that's smart of the Braves to be well, able but to. I think that I think that that's the way that franchises should go now. Why in God's name would anybody pay? Not let's just say that it's not Bryce Harper. Right. Let's say that it's Manny Machado because it, well, I despise him too. But I was trying to go away from the Bryce Harper thing so people wouldn't think I was just hating. But let's just say that <laughs> I mean, why Hater. why would you pay? Any any big free agent any money, especially on the pitching front. You know, guys that come over for pitching. I learned about pitching a long time ago with Mike Hampton. You remember Mike Hampton? Oh yeah. Tore it up for the Colorado Rockies. The Braves signed him as a free agent, and he never played for us. I think he pitched like eight games for the Braves. Got a massive contract. You don't do that because they can throw their arm out in a day. Oh yeah, it's better to go out there and 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 struggle with guys like what the Braves are doing right now, than in my opinion go and take on a huge contract for a pitcher who could in one pitch ruin your entire franchise. Your thoughts on that? No, I I, I would kind of agree on that. Well, you're supposed to disagree with me on some things. Okay. We don't disagree on anything. Well, I thought we disagreed on a couple of things earlier. <laughs> uh, would you take Bryce Harper and put him in the outfield for the St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, yes. Okay, I wouldn't because I value my franchise. So, but I value yeah. my franchise. You don't value yours. That's no, no, saying. no. I think uh, you know, having Bryce Harper out there is what, is, is, is better than so what, what they have out there. This guy. I mean, tell me why everybody is so in love with this guy. I mean, Freddie Freeman's a better ball player than he is. Okay. Well, okay. If flat out. Okay. Well, we're we're talking about the outfield, and and right now our our outfield sucks. 
for you know with Harrison okay, Bader. So it's yeah, a neat, he's okay. It's a neat thing for him. Would you uh, take Dexter Fowler Jr. or Bryce Harper? Okay, would you take Dexter Fowler or would you take uh, Bryce Harper? I'd take Dexter Fowler. Okay, that that but, would but, be but the wrong answer. But that's that's seething. And I and, and I love Dexter Fowler. That's seething and hatred for Bryce Harper. Okay, I can't stand him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have him play on my beer league softball team. Oh dear. I mean, he is that. He is that horrendous to me. All right. But anyway, um, yeah, but I don't understand why anybody would pay players for that. Now, uh, my buddy that does my podcast with me, the comrade Mike Dabreski, is a big stat head guy, and he tells me that I'm looking at the wrong stats sometimes because I look at it from a perspective of if you're hitting 205 or whatever the hell it is, I, I guess I'm just spoiled because my favorite player growing up was Chipper Jones. A 300-lifetime right. hitter. And I, I think that being a 300-hitter is more impressive to me than hitting home runs, in my opinion. I'd rather have you as a 300-hitter. Hey, as long as you're hitter. getting on base and driving people in <laughs> and scoring some runs. Well, but see, that's his thing, too. He thinks that driving people in, that's an inflated stat because you could be a good hitter in his mind, and just because your team sucks and can't get on base, you may not have the opportunity to... Knock people in, and I That's guess when you look at it from from just an outsider's perspective, it makes sense. But the reality is, is that I, I'm I'm spoiled because that's what I grew up with. But and that's why I don't understand everyone's obsession with Bryce Harper. I just don't get it. I just don't think he's that good. Okay, well you're a hater. I am a you're hater. You're throwing shade. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna throw shade until the cows come home. Yeah. But anyway, my hot take is the Braves will win the East. Do you have a hot take for us today? I do not. Why um, not? You know, what, what, one of the things that, that, that on, I've been you, thinking you about. Hold on here. for weeks about, Just, wait, we need yeah. to have a hot take at the beginning of the podcast. Hey. I write my hot take, and then you come in. I, hey, do you, I'm, I'm no. on vacation still. Vacation from baseball. I'm I'm still kind of dipping in, you know. I haven't oh, jumped in, you know. I'm kind of uh, putting my leg in the water. Ooh, this feels good water, and then I'll uh, get in. Uh, I I I think probably the the one thing that I and this is a local uh, thing uh, for me because I'm you know from the St. Louis area, but I could see the Cardinals losing traction to the St. Louis Blues because everybody talks about St. Louis being such a baseball city, baseball this, baseball that, and and they've had a lot of winning, (coughs) you know, in the past, but I could see where the Cardinals don't have this killer instinct like they used to have when Tony La Russa was there. And when Albert Pujols was there this past weekend, yes, the machine, every time he stood up at the plate, he got a standing ovation, all three games, all four or five at-bats. Would you expect any less? I, I would not expect because any I'm less. I'm just going to be completely honest. If that if if I didn't get that from St. Louis fans, I would take it out on you. Oh, well, thank you. Because you, I would abuse for them <laughs> Great. by proxy. There but you go, go ahead. The, you, you know, I think with Albert Pujols being back in St. Louis this past weekend, I think uh, a lot of Cardinal fans remember... Um, the they were jerks with Tony Larusa. They were, you know, you didn't want to mess with them, and um, they they had well, a the sort Cardinals, of an attitude. The Cardinals were intimidating. Yes, they were, and they have lost that. Well, you I know, mean, the only intimidating person that they have right now is Yadier Molina. 
And Which, by the way, that was going to be one of my next questions for you. Yadlier Molina is not in the final three to be an all-star catcher. That's okay. Let, what do you mean? What do you mean? That's drive okay? him more. You know, motivate him more to do whatever. Um, so, it, so I, I don't think. That. I don't think the. Uh, I don't think the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, maybe they're a little bit more apathetic. Mm-hmm. They're they're not really driving the votes and the votes of All Star Game. Right. Uh, I think their mind is definitely on the St. Louis Blues and or other things. I think the the fr- the fan base. Granted, they're three games over five hundred. Yes, you can never count out on the Cardinals of because they they are going to make a push some way somehow. Uh, they'll probably still end up not being in the playoffs for the fourth straight year, which is just BS. But uh, I think that um, the people in St. Louis are getting a little bit more, a little bit more apathetic. Maybe. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really part of that fan base, so I really couldn't tell you. But I can tell you that the Cardinals, at one point, they uh, they were very intimidating yeah. because you had Pujols in the middle of that lineup. Yeah. You knew you were going to have to deal with him every time you went out. But, I mean, look at the pitchers that you had. You had Adam Wainwright when he was on top of his game. Yeah, Chris you, Carpenter, who was kind of like – He was so kind of like, like um, – Look at it from this perspective. Bob Gibson, though. in a way. Oh, wow. Look at it from this perspective, though. If Bob Gibson's going, attitude. Okay, I was about to say, whoa, slow down on that. No. But, no, I mean, you would have – you go into a game, and if you caught the rotation right – you could have Wainwright on Friday night on, let's say, a weekend series, mm-hmm. and then on Saturday you're facing Carpenter the next day. It's almost impossible to win that damn series. Yeah, I mean you're guaranteed to lose one of those two games, and then or you know, both of them, or both of them. That generally happened, and then Game Three may be a toss up, and that may be the day that Albert Pujols decides to hit two homers. Right. Which I've seen that and or Jimmy Edmonds and or Scott Rowland and or you know. Yeah. So no, I mean I think that uh, I I think the team has lost its edge. Right. And um, right now you have Mike Schilt after games saying like, oh we played hard and we did this we did that. Well on the other end, where you have the St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup champions, their interim coach. Yes, I said interim because he's still interim coach. Greg Berube would call him out, mm-hmm. but he would do it in a way where. Say like a star player, Vladimir Tarasenko would would not be playing well. He would say, "Hey, Vladdy, you need to play better." And then he'd go out and say, "Vladdy needs to play better," and he will. We don't have any of that um, for the St. Louis Cardinals, right? It's you know what? Everybody gets juice boxes and everybody gets orange slices. Oh, you lost again! But you know what? Here's some freaking ice cream. You guys are so good. Yeah. That sucks. You know. You're right about that. We do live in a society now where it's, do I get my juice box and we win? Yeah, there we go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. 
It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Uh, the, I want to go over the all-star starter, the all-star stuff real quick before, uh, because by the time we do our next podcast, we'll actually have our all-star teams intact. Yeah, it may, it may be a more engaged JR to baseball. Well, but I, I can, I've been educated on baseball, so maybe I can go over this and then maybe you I can go, try sir. to keep up. There's an all-star game. All right. There's an all-star game. Yeah. So the way the all-stars are set up this year, it's different because you can vote for your final three candidates starting tomorrow. That would be Wednesday. Because uh, This is something Tuesday. cool that baseball did. Yeah. And there's three, there's three at each position. You only have, what is it, like 28 hours? So, yeah, so you start at noon, and then on Thursday at 4 o'clock, they cut off the voting, and then they announce the winners Thursday night at 7, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So <clears throat> the catchers for the American League, you got three guys, Robertson Chirnos for the Astros, who I know nothing about, but at 35, according to my notes, would be the oldest starting catcher in the All-Star Game since Yvonne Rodriguez in 2007. Uh, I don't know if that's a reason to send him to the All-Star Game or not. James McCann for the White Sox, one homer shy of last year's total. The, from And he hit 324 leads all catchers. So that's pretty impressive. And then Gary Sanchez, who will probably get the nod, is uh, the other, other, uh, other option there for the American League. In the National League, Wilson Contreras for the Cubs, Yasami Grandel from the Brewers, and then Brian McCann from the Braves. How Yadalir Molina was not there, I don't know. The the Cardinal fans don't care to vote. Okay, well, you can go with that. That's fine. That's your hot take. The Cardinals fans don't care about the All-Star game. Yeah, why didn't you or, or, or they don't drive the votes. Why don't you get out there you, and vote, Cardinal fans, you, or care? But then again, I didn't care for the past month, so it's like, did, yeah. Did you okay. vote for the All-Stars? No, I did not. See there, whatever. First baseman for the AL, C.J. Crone for the Twins, Carlos Santana for the Indians, Luke Voigt for the Yankees. And the NL, it's Josh Bell for the Pirates, Freddie Freeman for the Braves, and Anthony Rizzo for the Cubs. Um, I I think that Josh Bell is going to end up winning that there. Leads the majors in doubles and RBIs and made history in May, most total bases in that month since uh, Willie Mays did that back in 1958. Yeah, you mentioned Josh Bell, and I'm thinking like, oh, a guy that used to be a part of boy band that's going now solo career. Man, you you're bringing your other job into the podcast. Stop Sorry that. about that. Uh, Freddie Freeman for the Braves, who I think is a great player, but he's already matched his home run total from last year. He's hit 23 bombs. So he is right there in the middle of that Braves lineup, and he is smacking the ball. And then Anthony Rizzo for the Cubs. The reason that he is there is because the Cubs fans do care. Yeah, they, they drive the vote. Guy. Yep. You stop those ballot boxes. In the vote AL, early, vote often. That's Chicago. In the AL, you got Jose Altuve, Tommy LaStella, and DJ LeMayhew. Um, any one of those three would be worthy of going. In the NL, Ozzy Albies from the Braves, Kettle Marte from the D-backs, and Mike Moustakas from the Brewers all, all have the, um, the chance to go there. Um, I honestly think that, uh, I think that the Braves fans are going to push Albies over the limit there. He is a heck of a player. Just a great, great player. If you watch him, 
he really, really does understand the game of uh, throw and catch. Hmm. At shortstop, Carlos Correa from the Astros, Jorge Polanco from the Twins, Glaber Torres from the Yankees. You know, I don't watch enough of those games, but I do know I have watched enough of Polanco, and I think he is playing some pretty good baseball right now. In the NL, Javier Baez, Trevor Story, and Dansby Swanson. Swanson is playing his butt off for the Braves, but it's probably going to go to Javier Baez. Only shortstop with 15 homers, 50 RBIs, and 50 runs scored. Mm-hmm. He's got all the numbers there, and the Cubs will back him up. Yep. Uh, Swanson will go as an all-star, but will probably be a reserve. At third base, you've got uh, Alex Bregman from the Astros, Hunter Dozier from the Royals, and Gio Urshela from the Yankees. Uh, I don't really know. Hunter Dozier will probably end up getting the nod there simply because every team has to have an all-star, mm-hmm. and I think that the Royals will try to push him. And I think the fans up there, they actually care. So, In the NL, you've got uh, Nolan Arenado, Chris Bryan, and Josh Donaldson for the Braves. Um, I don't know if Josh Donaldson needs to be in that mix, but Chris Bryan is there for the Cubs. Look for the Cubs to send him. Yep. Donaldson may go as a reserve. In the outfield for the AL, you got Mookie Betts, Michael Brantley, Joey Gallo, Aaron Judge, Austin Meadows. Josh Reddick, Eddie Rosero, George Springer, and Mike Trout. Trout is going. Yeah, and I would think that uh, Mookie Betts is going as well as Aaron Judge. Hot Aaron take. Judge will probably go as well, but we'll see how that goes from there. In the NL, uh, you got Acuna from the Braves, Al- Almora Jr. from the Cubs, Bellinger from the Dodgers is going. Yes. Write that down. Charlie Blackman from the Rockies, a guy that is overlooked a lot. Yeah, I, you know what? He, he is, is a hell okay. of a player. Instead of having uh, Mr. Bryce Harper, you would want Charlie Blackman. Absolutely. Yes. Why not? Have you seen his beard? He's got a great yeah, beard. Yeah, he's got a great beard. Jason Hayward from the Cubs, uh, Nick Markakis from the Braves. He may get in on the sympathy vote as a reserve. Jock Peterson from the Dodgers, Kyle Schwarber from the Cubs, Christian Yelich from the Brewers. Um. Yelich has got to go in. Who? Yelich. Yelich will probably end up going. I think the starting three will probably be Yelich, Bellinger, and Blackman deserves to go, but they may send the Bray. They may send to Acuna. As far as the DH goes, uh, Nelson Cruz, J.D. Martinez, and Hunter Pence are your three that are there. I don't really like to acknowledge the DH because that is a, a thing in the American League because they don't want to send their pitchers to the plate because they are wussies. Wusses. And you should bat if you're playing baseball. Yeah. So I will not acknowledge the designated hitter because even though I know eventually, it's going to happen. What do you hate more, the DH or Bryce Harper? Uh, The DH. Okay. All right, final thing before we get out of here today. You know, I said a couple weeks ago on the last podcast that we should contract the Rays and contract the Marlins. <laughs> now the Rays are exploring splitting home games between Tampa and Montreal. Look, th- this is insane. And the fact that Major League Baseball would allow that to happen, um, the Rays would split home games between Tampa and Montreal uh, 1,500 miles between the two teams. And... They would play the early season in Tampa and then later in Montreal. Can you imagine being a player? Okay. This is not this is not going to happen. Uh, this Major is League not, Baseball's giving them permission. This so. is not going to happen. This Why is the Rays. This, this is the Rays' way 
of calling Tampa's bluff because they're trying to get a new stadium, and it hasn't happened yet in Tampa. For some reason, the Rays think that uh, changing stadiums would be is is their answer. Uh, hey, look, the Rays have always have always been really good. You know, they they've had some crap seasons there, but no one still shows up unless you're a Boston Red Sox fan or you're a Yankees fan. You show up to Rays games, and uh, you know, I think this is just a way for the Rays to call Tampa's bluff because they want a new stadium, and um, and they know they know that Montreal wants a team back, a team back. And, and and you would think that most you uh, you know not not knocking the Tampa's nightlife because they have a good nightlife, but where would you rather party uh, if if you're a single baseball player, uh, you would rather go to Montreal than Tampa. Okay, fair enough with that. The Rays rank 29th in attendance per game, about 14,550 fans so far this season. They rank 29th and 30th in each of the past two seasons. Respectively, according to uh, USA Today. And, and Tampa Rays fans or St. Petersburg or whatever, uh, the, the fans there are like, oh, they're just in a bad place. No one wants to go to St. Petersburg. You know what? If for a winning team like that won 90 games last season, you would think that, you know what? Oh, I'll go see that team, even if it is in a crap uh, place. Let's take, let, let's take the Tampa Bay Rays and just... Take their guys and put them in Cincinnati Reds uniforms. No, the C- Cincinnati Reds are okay. Put them in Baltimore uniforms. Put them in Baltimore uniforms, and then watch Baltimore would sell out every game. Yeah, it's th- th- they don't need a franchise. That's what it basically boils down to. the The people that put that franchise there, they thought they would get the snowbirds that fly mm-hmm. down from New York and all that, and they were tired of Florida, and they thought they would just pick up and just take on with the Rays. Here's the reality of it. Look. There are there's still going to be Yankees and Red Sox fans. There's talk about maybe Charlotte getting an expansion team. No, they don't need to expand. Or they would or they would move a team from wherever and put them in Charlotte. And everybody's like, oh, that would be so awesome. First of all, it would suck because we would be in the realm of we would be uh, our TV package. Yeah, our brace would be for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And then, but the th- reality is, is that. Just because you drop that franchise there, you're not going to turn me into right. a Charlotte fan. You're you're not. Excuse me. You're not going to do that. And the same thing happened with the Carolina Panthers. When they dropped the Carolina Panthers in there, the majority of our state were Redskins fans. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't really get that because we had the Falcons or whatever, but we were Redskins fans here. But I wasn't going to stop being a Packers fan simply because this team is closer. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And you know what? Montreal, if they can put together something good, then they should be able to have their own franchise. Uh, a full-time franchise, and I think that uh, the Rays are just trying to call uh, Tampa's bluff. Well, and here's and something else, too, that nobody has really p- kind of put out there. The Players Association is not going to put up with that. No. Because they're, you're telling me that if I'm going to be one of the players that plays for the Tampa Bay Rays... I have to do I, two rents. I have to have not only that... I have to pay taxes in two countries. Think about it from that perspective. Nobody's going to want to play no. for the Rays. That uh, that this is not going to happen. It, 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 it's it not going to happen. I'll be shocked. But the other thing is to having yeah, you've got to have a house in Tampa and a house in Montreal. And granted, some people are going to say they make the money, blah blah blah. And you know, hey, that, but who are you to tell them how to spend their money? Right. 
That's stupid. And then you want to hear about our athletes don't have any money. Look, if I have to maintain two houses just to be able to... Three houses, because you're not going to live in, you know... Well, I'm not living in Tampa, to hell with that. And I'm damn sure not living in Canada. Right. I mean, let's just make sure we have that out there. But no, I mean, you know, these guys, most of these players don't live in the town that they play for. That's so so point. that's three that that's three homes. Three homes. They're not but I mean you can make the argument with two though. And I I just don't think it's going to happen in my opinion. So that's that's the dumbest thing in baseball this week. Maybe we should have that as a segment. The dumbest thing in baseball this week. The base, major league baseball is acting like the NFL. Trying trying to change these will, will you give do, up do on these the stupid things if they move the Cardinals. They're not going to move the Cardinals. Well, I heard they'll never move the Rams. That's what I heard too. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, would, by the way, you give up on the Cardinals if they move them. <sighs> oh, that's never going to happen. Would you do? Come on. No, now. it's the NFL. Like would you call monkeys MLB flying out of my butt. We're not going to discuss that. That's would, not never going to happen. Would you call the MLB the cartel? The, the cartel. <laughs> They're acting like the cartel with this uh, this raise Montreal and Tampa You're stuff. Stupid. They're they're letting that get out of control. But you know what? They're allowing that to happen because the Rays want a new stadium, and and they're using Montreal as a leverage. Oh, um, are we ready to wrap this thing up? Sure. Okay. Uh, Yankees franchise record with a home run in the 26th game in a row. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool. That that was a late stat on Sunday in case you missed it. Uh, the Padres two three run leads in Sunday's game after the eighth inning. They ended up losing. So just imagine you're in the eighth inning, you blow a three run lead, and then you blow another three run lead, and then you end up losing. And of course, you know the Mets lost to the Cubs the other day, and the drama oh. that followed. We yeah, got to talk about this on the next podcast. We great. we should talk on uh, Friday because I'll be more engaged on Friday. But yeah, yeah um, we could probably do there that. There you go. Meet the Mets. Well, the last thing before we get out of here today was, uh, oh man, my my brain's not working. Oh man, that sucks so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I want to bring this out because this will probably be over by the time we do our next show. Uh, college baseball. You haven't been following this at all. I know that Michigan is up as of now. One uh, game to nothing. Yeah, one over to nothing. Vanderbilt. But and, here's and, the funny thing about that. I've said forever college baseball is a regional sport. If you want college baseball to be a national sport, you need to be rooting for the Michigan Wolverines. It's as simple as that. Because if the if the College World Series title goes north of the Mason-Dixon line, and it's not it's actually going out west, it's actually going north of the Mason-Dixon line, that's a great thing for college baseball. Hmm. There you go. And then, you know what? The uh, Illinois, um, what are they called? The Fighting Illini. And I grew up in Illinois, and I forgot about Illinois, too, because of the St. Louis push. Um, you know, those guys were pretty good over the offs. You they know. were pretty good. You were mm-hmm. right about that. But anyway, if you're a college baseball fan, and I know that all the SEC fans are like, oh, oh we have to have the... No, no, no. You want college baseball to be bigger and more people to care about it, teams from the Big Ten winning are good for college baseball. Yeah. There you go. Anything else, JR? That's it. Spin the hits for me this afternoon. I'll be listening, brother. No, thank you for listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.